All right, so I'm here with my best friend Carlos. Um, Yo, it's Carlos Sosa. This is my first podcast ever, and I'm pretty stoked to start the new series. Uh, but yeah, we're just gonna kind of talk about like how we met, how he became my best friend, and like where we started from, you know. So Carlos, if you kind of wanna introduce yourself, you know. Yeah. So my name is Carlos. Um, from Southern California. Um, 24 years old. Yeah. Pretty much just. Uh, Met Nick when uh, we, we were in the program in the seas, and uh, yeah, we just told you guys a little bit of how we met. Yeah, so California Conservation Corps is what we're talking about, and uh, it's pretty much like a program to get you started in the right path and like a career path of kind of whatever you want to do. And for the route we took was was wildland firefighting, uh, so that's kind of where we met. We wanted to do fire when we got there, um, and we found out that this program offered uh, firefighting. We're like, oh. That's pretty sick, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and at the time, uh, they were they were a type 2 hand crew, which is uh, basically they, they go to mop-ups, which is like after the fire's gone and stuff. And so we were the very first fire crew at that center in the Los Padres San Luis Obispo Center. And we got typed out as a type 1 hand crew for the very first time. And so that was probably one of the greatest accomplishments that we got to see in our seas career <laughs> yeah no dude i agree and it was like i didn't even know what i was getting myself into like i've obviously watched videos on firefighting and and that sort of thing but you really don't get to see how it works unless you're actually there and so before me and carlos even started firefighting it was like it was like we got put on like one of the what was it like the grade crews yeah and so yeah, the, gra grade the grade crews were like pretty much like just doing all kinds of work from the beach fuel reduction in the forest learning how to use a chainsaw just certain stuff like that but uh we how we became best friends and like met is like we like both got in the same comment and the comment is like where like they get a whole bunch of guys and girls together and you're in the same like almost academy setting and you're all together and we were just all there i think there was how many were there was like 12 of us probably like 12 or 15 yeah, 12 guys, to yeah. 15 guys i think there was a couple girls in our comment or whatever anyways they put us together we do workouts together we learn together we train together and we get ready for the, uh, the academy. So before we started, <clears throat> we have to go through a series of like paperwork and medical backgrounds and physicals to make sure obviously you're eligible to do that kinds of thing. Right? Right, right. So, <laughs> so I go in first, right? Or I don't know who went in first. One of us went in first and we come out and the nurse that was there at the time, she was like, at least when I went in, she was like, hey, like, like Nick, like, uh, like you're having I think she's called it a heart murmur yeah like you have some type of heart murmur yeah like heart murmur <laughs> that's <laughs> the first time i'm ever freaking hearing about this yeah. she goes yeah like your heart's like not normal it's like weird beating skipping yeah, beats skipping beat, yeah like, skipping beats i was like <laughs> <laughs> it's like what are you talking about <laughs> so she pretty much said that was it she didn't yeah. say whether i was done or not or i couldn't be in the program she just told me that was it so i left and then you kind of want to explain what happened when you went in and like yeah and so um as you mentioned yeah this this uh this health check is basically medical clearance for you to basically be there and get the job. And it's our first day there. And I have a medical condition that I was born with called hemophilia B. Um, and so essentially it's just a blood disorder that is passed down genetically. And so anyways, go in doctor's office and like, she's like checking me out, getting the blood pressure and all that, the vitals. And then um, she's like, you have any medical uh, conditions? And I was like, yeah, I told her. And she's like, oh, like, you're going to have to get that checked out through your normal uh, doctor. And I was like, oh, man, like, go all the way out here 
and basically like she told me I have to get medically cleared and so um, yeah that was my experience yeah so yeah. I mean at least they got told like like okay here's your medical condition you might not be able to do this so like here's the paperwork you have to go back home to get medically cleared me I've never heard what a freaking heart murmur was so she that's all she gave me was like you have a heart murmur she told me the same thing though you got to go home and get cleared by a doctor so out of all the 12 to 15 people in that comment, me and him were the only two who got sent home and probably the most fit and in shape guys there. Like, yeah. It was for insane. Real. Like, like, not, yeah. Yeah. Like and, tutor own horn, but yeah, we were, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but definitely like the most in shape. And yeah. so anyways, they send us home and like, uh, they, the same day, like, cause technically we can't be there cause it's liable for there. Something happens. Yeah, so whatever. they had to like send us home together. So we ended up taking, what was it like? Was it a train? Right? Um, or was it a bus? I think we took a bus from San Luis Obispo, which is uh, the town that was closest to the center. And we took it probably around like an hour and a half to Hanford. And then from Hanford, he took a train to Fresno. <laughs> and then I, which, which keep in mind, I'm from Santa Clarita. And I don't know if you guys know where geographically that it's on the map, but it's way down south from San Luis Obispo. And they sent me north first, like two hours. Yeah, they sent him like through the way I was supposed to go and drop me off. And then he had to go all the way back up when they could have just like gave us two separate tickets. One him going right. to Santa Clarita and one me going to Fresno, you know, yeah. so it didn't like make sense at all. It was ridiculous. So and he then, was on the, the, the bus or train until midnight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so triggered. Yeah. <laughs> Went from Hanford all the way to Santa Clarita on a, on a bus uh, or no, on a train. Sorry. And, uh, yeah, I was, we, we left at like 10 AM. I didn't get home till midnight and, it yeah, just it, it was just a mess. And yeah. so now we're both at home, right? We're like, okay, like this is like out of, right out of high school. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. What are we going to do with our lives now? We thought this was it, right? We were very excited about it. And then boom, this is what happened. So then <clears throat> he like getting cleared by your doctor, right? You yeah. know, he was able to get cleared and say, hey, like you can come back and, and um, do this job. And that's all that you needed was the medical signature, yeah. essentially. And the same with me. She's And then, dude, I went to my doctor and I was like, yeah, this nurse told me I had some heart murmur or whatever. She's like, your heart's skipping a beat or some shit. And I'm like... She's like, no, you don't have a heart murmur. She goes, your heart is just fine. It sounds perfectly fine. Yeah. And I was like, are you kidding me? So yeah. technically, I wouldn't have even got sent home if we had like a uh, like a better nurse there. Yeah, yeah. You know? So anyway, so at that time, we both sent our paperwork in. It was kind of a process. And then we were able to come back for the next comment, which then put us to be, all right, cool. This is good. We can go back. Yeah. So then me and Carlos end up going back and uh, going through another comment the whole time this yeah. this time um and then we both found out we both got in on the fire crew yep. um and then i don't know what happened man like you're getting along with everybody there you meet a whole bunch of guys a couple girls there like i said you're right you're making friends but for some reason me and carlos like i ended up saying like a joke i forget what the joke was but yeah. i don't know what the joke was man but i said a joke or i said something super funny carlos just like busted up laughing dude yeah we ended up just kind of like clicking like there's our, our type of personalities type of humor yeah and it's like almost the same dude and yeah like, and so like we ended up just kind of like all right like we we ended up bunking together um and so we were just kind of like you know buds just everywhere yeah, we went we just got paired up and and you know he's like that one homie that you see that one friendly face you see that just makes all that experience just a little bit better you know yeah so. and you got to remember that the time we we're in the season was some of the craziest fire seasons in california history so yeah it was it was crazy to like experience that and be that so every fire we went to we were like together you know and like fighting fire together sleeping on the line you know um and just all our buddies and brothers out there too you know you meet a lot of people and you really get to um meet awesome people and make friendships but it's just like high school man you go through high school and you meet people make really good friendship with them and then 
afterwards they all like move on and do their own thing they have kids they get married right they move on and do their own thing but like me and carlos after the seas like i still talk to people from the seas occasionally they'll check up on me but like me and carlos man we're like we're all going to each other's houses like hanging out doing stuff surfing like doing yeah. all kinds of stuff together you know video going games trips like, together yeah, yeah dude so yeah, like it's super sweet like you don't get you know if you have that good close friend with somebody you know it's, it's important to to do all those things with them you know especially if they're real close to you know yeah yeah so definitely the seas was a great program um you know like you mentioned it led us to being friends together we met met really cool guys and stuff and um it's a it was just a really cool experience too being away from home being able to live uh just like away and like doing your own thing for uh, that period of time so yeah i recommend the seas for anyone 18 25 <laughs> yeah <I laughs> you mean, know every center has yeah. yeah yeah every center has their you know ups and downs like for yeah. sure but like um the cool thing about san luis obispo is the area you live in beautiful area yeah like yeah i've lived out in san luis obispo county now for ever since i started this yeah, and i'm from fresno dude yeah fresno like that's a big change yeah big change. and like santa clarita like you know it's kind of you know big city into like a smaller kind of yeah. county or town you know it's it's so much different so yeah to move out there and experience that and live there was like a, a good change you know yeah, in my for, opinion. for me it was really the, the like the weather like it's something big that like um that i care about like i don't mind sweating on the job getting dirty being hot it doesn't matter but like when i'm home i want to be comfortable i don't have to want to have to sweat when as soon as i walk out the door and santa clarita is freaking hot man yeah. you know i want to move back up to slow as soon as santa clarita's hot fresno 107 yeah. <laughs> 110 every yeah, day fresno's hot too you know? yeah yeah so like, slow is definitely a big change for us yeah and, yeah, it was nice when we pulled and, it up there. Yeah, and like I said, man, it's like if you have that one friend or that's like family to you, man, it's it's important to keep them in your life. It's you know, you tell them everything, you do everything with them and guy, girl, girl, guy, whatever. It's just it's important and there's a lot of people from high school that that I was really close with and thought that I'd have friendship with them for, for the rest of my life. But it turns out that yeah, they just you know, they just move on. They yeah. live their life, you know. Yeah. And th that's another thing too, when you just stop seeing somebody and Carlos lives LA County and I'm you know San Luis Obispo County so like we're far but like you know we're, we we make it work you know we'll, like like you said we'll, we'll go on trips and we'll do all kinds of things to just kind of hang out you know and it's important and I feel like yeah. people don't know how to stay friends anymore after yeah, they, you know with all the technology we have too, like you know FaceTime or fo texting or phones yeah, you know yeah. iPhones there's so many different ways to stay connected and like yeah there's, there's no real excuse anymore, really. <laughs> well, and which is fine, but it's it, the, the, the moments that really matter is, like, yeah. in person. Yeah, you know, Like, doing sure, stuff sure. together. Yeah, that's a big thing, yeah. <clears throat> so that that's kind of how I see certain things like that, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. But, yeah, that's kind of how we met. But, I, yeah, like Carlos was saying, this, the Seas is a, a good program to start, man. It got me to where I need to be now in my career. Yeah. And, um you know, and even if it didn't, uh, you got to experience some things that you probably never, ever experienced in your lifetime. And you can look back that, sorry, look back on that now and be like, wow, like, yeah. dude, I did that. You know? Yeah, yeah. You learned so many different things. Um, I remember for like a week or two in the, when I was in the in the seas, like I, I got injured. I don't remember why I was like, I was like away from the crew for like a week or two. I had need to get like medically cleared or whatever. And uh, one of the maintenance guys like took me under his wing. We were doing like, like plumbing and like ele electrical stuff around the seas. Brett. Yeah, Brett. Brett. There's his name. Yeah, he's a maintenance guy. Coolest freaking guy ever, man. Yeah, yeah. That dude is like, he's the type of guy like that one cool teacher, yeah, you know, yeah, that just yeah. kind of lets you get, yeah. get away with things. Like, he's just I don't know, just super cool guy. 
um and uh yeah so anyways he took me under his wing and like taught me a bunch of cool things and like that's something that is, is going to transfer into the next thing over you know like take that experience right. with you and uh yeah yeah brett brett was awesome man like yeah. carlson he's one of those guys who <laughs> just pretty much let you do whatever but like still made you make sure things were getting done right yeah like, yeah super chill about things he's the type of guy you can look go out to. for you yeah look yeah. out for you yeah. you know talk to you on your own or whatever it might be um <clears throat> but yeah it yeah, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. dog barking uh, dog Denali. <laughs> but yeah it's it was a good program and and the captains we had there to kind of teach us things and uh you know taught us everything we know and to work with cal fire at the time was like yeah. dude that's that's awesome you know yeah. and yeah. us young guys i don't know like some guys even as young as 18 like right out of high school yeah. like getting to learn these i was like 20 i think yeah i was yeah. 20 yeah. no not 22 but i was 20 as well yeah yeah 20 years old and yeah it's such a interesting part and another thing is if you're thinking about the fire server if you're thinking about just uh starting to get in the seas or whatever um physical shape you know your, your fitness level is something that i never thought i would be pushing limits in the seas because I, I was like bodybuilding at the time so i was like pretty fit well fit i thought but like when you're on a hand crew and you're carrying that backpack and you're carrying that hand tool it's a level of fitness yeah. <laughs> that is like something that's like untapped to man yeah. like it's just it awakens something in you like it's just like yeah. you have to dig deep yeah and you have to you adapt know? to that type of thing like carl said like you yeah. can be as buff as you can or strong as you can or look yeah. super like have a 19 pack like it doesn't yeah. matter like when we start to hike with the crew and you're wearing all that weight and we're on fires for yeah. you know two three days at a time yeah. or just hiking for Weeks hours yeah yeah even months yeah. like you know, yeah i've been on fires for months and uh yeah. you kind of just get in shape yeah like you know people like i've seen some of the like worst unhealthiest out of shape people ever in the seas and when they got on the hand crews it took them some time they would throw up yeah. they would cry they would hate it but yeah. and we were running two miles every day yeah like they, they'd get it like yeah. they'd get there and then eventually they'd be to where they yeah. need to be to be on a hand crew yeah. but it's not for everybody man like yeah. we've had some people on the cruise who were really good at what they did but they just got too shot you know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know they got too shot and broke yeah. off and uh, they found out that it wasn't for them yeah. and that's fine if you yeah. go and try things and you find out that that's not for you then yeah then fine because yeah. i've tried things and they're not for me right right, right. and yeah. you just know that it's not for you like yeah. don't be a firefighter because you think it's cool right don't do that like don't yeah. be a cop because you think it's cool do it because you want to make a difference and serve as your, your community or serve whatever but then if you find out like okay this isn't for me then i i respect that and yeah. other people will too because you tried it you went through it and it's just obviously not for you yeah you know what i'm saying yeah like you like we, we I think we have these assumptions like I did at least before I started pursuing a career in the fire service um, of like what the career was about and then and then you actually start doing the things to become a firefighter and then you realize oh this is actually even cooler than I expected or some of the things it's like oh like I didn't know I'd have to deal with all these medical calls in, in a municipal department you know like some people don't know that you know mm -hmm. um, and yeah it's definitely like it's a rewarding career for sure but like it's definitely taxing on your body, on oh, your yeah, mental yeah. health, your relationships, mm -hmm. you know, 100%. like my brother's a fireman, works for the Lendo Fire Department, and he makes it work, man, he has his machine, but like, he definitely still talks about like, man, the, the sleep deprivation, being up on five, six calls after midnight, like, it takes a toll on you, you know, definitely takes a toll on you, yeah. you being on a hand crew, yeah, hell attack crew, yeah. you it's know, body shot. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. And, and it is, and it, and it yeah. goes through you like, like nothing. It's like, yeah. you just, not everyone's body's meant to do that. And me being like a smaller dude, it's 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 harder, you know. Yeah, you know, hiking. It's, it's for for the weight that I have to put on. You know, you either gotta put on weight or you gotta you know be stronger. Yeah. You just gotta keep working. And we see like um, hand crews and wildland firefighting in general. It's more of a, a marathon, you know. Yeah. So you're you're working a long time, right? Long yeah, long periods long of time. Hours. But yeah. it's it's slow and methodical in the beginning. But when you gotta get to work, you gotta get to work. You know. It's, yeah. You know, there's times where you got to go fast, but there's times you got to go slow. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a lot different from, like, structural firefighting and yeah, medical sure. aids and all that yeah. good stuff. For example, like, uh, like, let's say, like, a light brush fire that we'd get sometimes. It'd be, like, we arrive on scene and we're, like, straight to work. Like, we literally hop out the rig and we're, we tool out or whatever and we're literally cutting hotline, you know, working really fast. And there's times where, like, on the Zog fire, we cut contingency line. Which basically is just a, a, a fire line in case the fire breaks out and you're out in the middle of nowhere and it's definitely more of a marathon, but like, yeah, man, just the, the hiking to get to where your, your work starts. Yeah, like, it, it was miles and miles yeah, away from the fire. Like, you, could, you couldn't even see like yeah. the head of the fire, anything of the fire. Yeah, like, nothing. Not even we, smoke. We just fire. started cutting yeah. line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and then and then it, it it for some reason it's like okay, like whoever's in charge of the fire of the incident, right? They'll have you assign you to a plan. So I remember we were cutting for like hours. Yeah, dude. Like hours, and then I heard on the radio like, "All right, like tour one, tour two, like you guys can, um, you guys can come off the contingency line." Yeah. It's like, okay, but yeah. like, what about it? They're like, "Well, we're just gonna like, I don't know what they ended up saying, but pretty much we they weren't even gonna use that line. Yeah, like, it was basically nothing. Something like that, and then yeah, because we were gonna do like a twenty-four, <laughs> and we ended up just taking a twelve. I think we we went back to base camp that night. Yeah, we were gonna I, stay out there and then cut back. <laughs> <laughs> cut back and yeah but and that happens oh, man you get man. to a fire or you get to a project or anything yeah. and, and that's the thing about the fire service is things change constantly yeah. so like even if we thought we were going to do con ten contingency line in it yeah thought it was going to make a difference like yeah didn't matter shit like, like that one time I was, I was freaking mad dude we were we were on this one fire in like san miguel or like uh what's that soda lake soda lake. soda lake yeah well there's no soda and there's no lake that's what we found out quickly <laughs> <laughs> it's basically this like hot desert area in slow county and we got a call to a fire out there and we we're like uh our assignment was we're putting in like line and we're gonna tie in with another hand crew which basically means our line is gonna meet and we were like already halfway there and the cab taylor's like all right guys let's tool out like rto like yeah. we're not gonna this is not gonna work yeah like get like, out of bro, it bro what yeah Always so it happens so you put like or like you'll and then again you'll put line in or cut line in or something right and then the fire just burns right over and starts on the fire like yeah it's part of the job man yeah you know and that's kind of one things i learned about myself and yeah be super humble about things is the seas and the fire service in general it, it teaches you discipline yeah you know and it really shows you how to have patience on certain things right i'm not yeah. the best person with patience you know yeah, yeah. like i was driving in la today they all <laughs> triggered at people you know yeah. like but it teaches you certain things that you either couldn't learn from your childhood or yeah. you kind of just learn on your own yeah and i think that's the most important part is learning things on your own yeah and i i think another big thing is um accountability so i think our school system has taught us well to think individually and like my grade is more important to me than my buddy's grade or whatever but in the fire service it's everyone fa passes or everyone fails right. like if you're in an academy you got to help your teammates like it's like not just about your performance right. um, because you guys are a unit at the end of the day. You know? Yeah, we're just one big crew, man. And yeah. regardless on your engine, 
whether you're in aviation hand crew water tenders like it doesn't matter like you guys are we're all crew at the end of the day we're all trying to get one job done you know yep, pretty much. and <clears throat> one person looks bad we all look bad it's yeah. just kind of how it is yeah you know yep. um but yeah it's it's important man and just to kind of go off from the fire season like in my personal life with the way fire has taught me with my personal life it's like taught me a lot it might teach you certain skills and objectives to do in the fire service, but yeah. I would say on my, my personal life, it taught me a lot too. You know? Yeah, for sure. Cause I've been on my own since I don't know, high school. Yeah. You know, and yeah. when you're on your own that long, you got to learn the things on your own. Yeah. For you sure. know? And I think that's the best way to do it is <clears throat> not everybody works well in that way. And that's fine. But seeing other people fuck up or see other people mess up is is the most important part yeah and then learning off that or yeah, if you mess sure. up yeah you messing up is probably the best thing that could ever happen to you in your life because when you mess up you figure out okay you learn from that mistake or you don't or you do and if you do then you'll learn how to change it around yeah that's it's an opportunity it. right prevent it presents itself in that way when you when you fail your shortcomings um yeah, it's something that like it's it's required to to fail to learn, and you know instead of looking at it as like oh like it's a setback, looking at it look at it as an opportunity to start again, and learn from it, and keep moving forward. Which know? it might be, it might be a setback, it might be yeah. some of the worst thing that's ever happened to you because yeah. not everything's perfect in life, and yeah, life isn't fair. Yeah, whether you get fired or whether it's a breakup or whatever it might be, like that's all the kind of things you have to look at for a reason. Like things happen for a reason. I'm a firm believer on that, and you really just gotta look at it as something different and either okay some you know that's telling me that i i shouldn't be doing this i should be moving on and doing something else right yeah. to better your life you know and then yeah. you look at it and then you change it around and then you start something new yeah. and that's kind of how i see it for sure right and you'll definitely feel like oh like this isn't for me yeah this isn't gonna work and then just learn off that yep it's how i see it yeah and i think um another thing that is i feel like it's big in america too like with the whole fire service thing is like mental health and um, one thing to combat that is like how he's talking about your personal life, doing things that gets your mind off of work. Like, you know, whether it's surfing, which is what I, you know, I bring it up because it's what I, what I do. It's my lifestyle. But like surfing, jujitsu, um, you know, sports, doing hiking. There's so many things that we could do to just kind of get our mind off of work, you know, yeah. you get off of work and like all you're thinking about is that call or what happened at work you yeah. know you leave all that stuff behind your badge comes off or whatever right, and right. you know that's something that's like that i see in my brother a lot like he's very good at uh detaching and you know keeping work at work and home at home like right. it's very it's a big thing and that's know? important and i try to explain that to people yeah. too like even at my work like we go over like we go over a lot of just mental health and physical yeah. physical yeah. health right because mental and physical are a very big part of your yeah lifestyle and you're slacking on one then you gotta you gotta pick it up because yeah. that's the kind of thing that runs this world nowadays mental and physical health and if you don't have either of those and life's gonna be tough yeah 100%. for sure for sure and yeah. um yeah so we were talking about it at work and i was talking about some of my buddies and it's important man if you want to work for 13 days straight whatever and it's the same stuff over and over every day and that's fine right but it comes to a point in time where like dude i need some time off like yeah. i need some time to myself yeah and that's fine right yeah for example like we had this one captain who's actually my fire captain when I was working at Glendale as an ambulance operator and he could have retired like man years before he was forced to medically retire and the whole my whole point is like in bringing this up is because like um, 
I feel like that generation was kind of just taught, like, work till you're dead, you know? I feel like now it's like, dude, like, you got to enjoy your life, man. You know, instead of him, like, retiring um, and, like, enjoying his wife and, like, enjoying, you know, his, his life, his kids and whatever, this guy had to forcefully retire medically because he was diagnosed with cancer that was due to being a fire, fireman, you know? Yeah, and it, and yeah. it happens, you know? It does. And so, like, instead of, like, just you know waiting for one day one day like you know enjoy your life now man you right know, enjoy and it i would say not even just with the fire service like if you work at a restaurant yeah. a bartender yoga instructor whatever you are like make the best out of your life and i know it's hard it's easier said than done but just know that people who are living the luxury best lives are also having probably some of the worst times of their life yeah. on certain things right you don't know their life and they might show that, that they're having good times in their life mm -hmm. from pictures and videos and just oh like my life is so perfect but i guarantee you they're yeah. like oh, there's yeah. stuff in their life that they're sure. not fond with they're happy with you know? yeah and i don't mean to be like impulsive because you know being impulsive like buying things impulsively but like uh, but like definitely those spontaneous like trips that you like. like that one time we went to hawaii we were like dude like, like you hit me up one day and you're like hey, let's go to hawaii and I, I checked i'm like you know what? like i have enough just just yeah, for that trip go and i was like man when am i gonna be 23 again yeah. and going to hawaii yeah so yeah dude it was one of the best trips I ever went in my yeah. life and got to got to experience some really cool things like those kinds of trips that you remember you know yeah I mean? and not everyone can go to hawaii and i understand right, that right. but go somewhere do something yeah. with your friends your friend whatever yeah that you can like Mm -hmm. that'll just make an impact on your life in a positive way yeah, it's sure. kind of like when you sit at home and really don't do anything and I get people work man they freaking yeah. grind and it's you gotta make your money and you gotta pay your bills 100% yeah. agree mm -hmm. not everybody has the luxury or best schedule that some people have and that makes sense but the time that you know that Carlos was talking about that you do have off you need to yeah. really put it into work and have yep. a good time put some time to yourself yeah you know? for sure and that's kind of why like I'm real fortunate that I don't have like kids or married yeah. right i kind of just have my own <laughs> yeah like i have my own money and i have my own things i can yeah. just do what i want and yeah this is i mean at this point in your life yeah for sure yeah i mean i'm yeah. about to be 24 in yeah. nine days eight days and right, it's like right. yeah 24 yeah 24 yeah. yeah and it's like you know i'm at i'm 24 years old and you know i got most of the things that i want that a lot of my friends i saw growing up in high school don't have you know mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily their fault because it's not what i mean by that is they just kind of either went too fast or they chose a different life path and that's yeah. fine yeah but sure. you still got to live your life regardless mm -hmm. on your situations whether you have kids whether you're yeah. going through a divorce whether your family member died like you still have to live your life and still make the best of it yeah and then yeah. you're sobbing your own negativity and yeah. going off somebody else's negativity good. man it's not it's not gonna look good nope. and, it, nope. and and that's what people struggle yeah 100 percent. yep yeah, yeah so that that's just kind of that's just kind of how like I see it, you know. Yeah. People struggle a lot with like depression and negativity, and if you know me, wherever I'm at, I'm always throwing positivity. Like, don't get me wrong, like, I get mad. Like I get mad at people, right? <laughs> I get upset, but like for the Shut most the part, room. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, I'm super positive, man. I'm always trying to like bring everybody up and just talk to them. And not everybody wants to talk, and that's fine. But I think it's important to just always be positive, even in yeah. the worst cases scenario, right? Yeah. You wake up on the wrong side of the bed. And your head's all yeet, like then, then fine. But you know, get up and still make the best of your day. Is how I see it, and yeah. it's really hard. And I've even made the best of days when I was at my lowest. You know? Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, there's there's gonna be things in life that, that are gonna disappoint you, and I think disappointments are really a result of an expectation not met. And so sometimes it's good just to not even have any expectations. 
you know like don't expect the waves to be good like and then you go up and it's like oh they're not good now what you're disappointed you just got all triggered <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know what like just go with the flow sometimes like you have that's, to that's how life is sometimes like you, you have to be adaptable and yeah man it's, it's good yeah no for sure and uh, so Carlos what do you think about like so people who are having a difficult time like trying to work out like not necessarily not knowing how to work out because that's obviously a big part in mm-hmm. working out but like you don't necessarily have to know how to work out. You can start easy. Start walking yeah. to the mall box box. Start yeah. running. Start taking light jogs. Whatever it might be. Yeah. That's where you kind of need to start. But, like, where can you, like, mentally, like, get people who, like, oh, man, like, it, I, it's hard. I can't get there. Like, yeah. What do I do? I mean, man, I think the, one of the biggest things is calling yourself out on your lies and excuses. And when you realize that, oh, does it, like, you can say whatever you want. Like, you come home from work and you're tired. But, like... And which it very well may be like you're tired. Yeah, shot. Like, yeah, I'm shot yeah, all the time. Exactly, I don't want to yeah. work out, but like, right. I have to. Yeah. And I, I, I set myself up for that standard. Exactly. Like, dude, I have to work out. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, this one time recently, and even I still struggle with this. Like, I don't want to work out every single day. Um, like, when I, there's like probably three times out of 10 that I go to the gym where I feel fired up. And the reason for that is because I go on days that I don't feel like doing it because it's going to reinforce my authority over myself, your mind control. And I think that's where people need to start is the battle needs to be won in their mind. You know, Um, I don't really know too much of the science behind the dopamine and all that. But like, yeah, all I know is that, dude, when you set yourself up for success and like you put your pair of shoes, your running shoes by the door so you know that first thing in the morning you're going to go out for a jog little things like that those little details is what is what really you know matters right yeah, yeah. so no yeah. for sure i agree and it's not even that too it's it's that's a really good point and that totally makes sense but like a lot of people are like insecure about going to the gym and working out yeah and yeah. that's fine you don't have to buy i don't know what it, what it costs 50 dollars a month nowadays for right. some certain gyms right yeah. like you don't need all that like yeah Start running outside. Jocko Willink says my, says it the best, man. All you need is the ground. That literally, <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? like, like you just need a ground. The ground. You can do some push-ups, burpees, yeah. jumping jacks. Start with calisthenics, running, even walking. Like, dude, yeah, you definitely don't need a fancy gym or weights or whatever. Um, you know, there's plenty of ways to get your heart pumping, and and that's just like yeah it's another excuse that people say oh i don't have a gym i don't have too much money for a gym membership yeah, it's yeah. like dude like i don't have time like, yeah oh i hate that i don't have time have you ever tried to do as many burpees as you can in 10 minutes i guarantee you'll get a great workout yeah and that takes minutes. 10 minutes you tell me you don't have 10 minutes in your day yeah yeah let me see your, your screen time on your yeah. phone you yeah, know what no, i'm saying sure. yeah, yeah and dude. if you can't do burpees that's fine because yeah. not everybody can do burpees. yes yes and i'm not shaming like oh like you can't do push-ups pull-ups like not everybody right. can and that's fine but like Go on a walk. Start somewhere, yeah. Right? If you Figure out what you can do yeah. and do those things. <laughs> you, you got kids, I mean? throw those motherfuckers in the stroller and start yeah. walking. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know? for real. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, walk. Yeah, something. Yeah, and, and I get it, man. Everyone, yeah. <laughs> everybody has a hard time with things, and yeah. I get it. But you have to look at it at a, at a different way to change yourself. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And that, and that starts with mental, mental health. Yeah. You gotta mentally change your mind into saying you can do something yeah. when your body's saying you can't, or vice versa, right? Yeah. So that's what I think on that. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a pretty good explanation, yeah. and I hope that you know good you question. guys can take that. Yeah. You know, into consideration on certain things like that. But yeah. What about you? Got any questions for me? Like, what do you got? Um. Well, while we're on the topic of working out, careers, and all that, what do you think is the number one thing that people need to start doing 
in order to be like Instagram famous. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Instagram famous. Yeah. Like, what do you think makes content like explode? Like on TikTok, social media platforms. If you want my real answer. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. Are we talking about chicks or dudes? Because I'll tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, okay. We're not going to go there. But I'm just saying. Because, okay, yeah. in general, right? right? If somebody has good content and they have something really good to yeah. express on their self or mm. on their certain things, I would say, honestly, it's the way you present yourself mm. and the skill that you have. Yeah, yeah. Right? So if you're a really good photographer, a really mm. good vide- videographer, and you do some really cool shots, right? They're yeah, promoting that. And people true. like to see that shit. Yeah. Right, but I think it's all the algorithm. Yeah, right. <laughs> but some people, yeah. right, just have the overall advantage on yeah. being famous. Yeah. Which, if that's how you want to do it, and people like that, then mm-hmm. that's them. Yeah, Whatever, yeah. right? right? Yeah. That's them. Okay. Yeah, because I'm seeing more and more on like my social media feed, right, of people that were like, "Oh yeah, like I was working a nine to five and quit my job because I started the social media account, and now this platform just exploded." And yeah. I'm just like. Right, and sometimes it only takes that one video. Yeah. What yeah it, okay, so if you're like a goofy, funny yeah. dude, girl, whatever, yeah. and then you have that one video that explodes, they're gonna continue yeah. to make those kind of like, videos. Like that one guy who's on Fortnite now, the the uh, the guy who doesn't say anything in his TikToks or whatever. Oh, you're talking about uh, what's his name? That black dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, I forget his name, but dude, yeah, yeah like but that. Like, but like, imagine that, like making money without even saying anything, like, <laughs> like straight up, like that's pretty wild, like. And it's something to think about because I think um, what's what's happening now in the world is everything's moving, you know, towards social media online. Right. You know? And yeah. And we all saw it coming. Yeah. Newspapers. No one sits down and reads the newspaper. Yeah. Anymore. Me, yeah. my grandma. Right. Sometimes know, right? maybe. Yeah. Right. But even my grandma. Yeah. It's been around forever. Mm-hmm. She's always on her phone. My grandma's on her iPad. Yeah. Like like this. Yeah. Always on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm like. Yeah, for Dude, real. Like, relax. It's crazy. Like, yeah. like you're worse than me. Wow. You know? And so, <laughs> yes, social media, phones, right? It's a big problem in life. Mm-hmm. It, it 100% is. But at the same time, it depends on how you use it and what you're doing with it. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. But to answer your question on that, I would say, like I said, the biggest thing is, is a skill set. Like, yeah. sh- share your skill, man. If you're yeah, good yeah. at singing, right? They make singing videos. Good one, yeah. Your if you're own good talent, at fr- yeah. Right. If you're good at freaking surfing and you're mm-hmm. getting better at it, yeah. start videoing it. Start taking pictures. Start yeah. posting videos. Yeah, for sure. And it comes with practice and time is how I see it. Oh, yeah. You know, sure, like I'm not the sure. best video editor there is, right? I'm not the best filmmaker there is, but that's kind of like a little passion of mine that I have, but yeah. I'm going to continue to keep doing that. Yeah. yeah. And, and to make it better. Excuse me. And, so, <laughs> and some people like it and some people don't. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. And it's just like repetition. It's like we're talking about the gym, working out. Anything you do in life, the more you do it, the better you get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, 100%. Yeah. It comes with everything. Everything's a rep, I think, about, you know, um, it's just like sitting there curling a, a dumbbell. That's one rep. You do that 10 times. That's now it's one set. Well, it's the same thing with surfing, you know, that one wave, that one pop up, all those are reps and sets and like right. all that is going to stack up into experience and time mm-hmm. in the water, time mm-hmm. in the gym, time, you know, towards working your, towards your career, things right, like that, yeah. you know? So yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, and I see it that way for sure. And everybody's different at the way they, they do things and, yeah. they, and they have, certain skills that will bring them further on in life right and that, and that's yeah. fair whatever not everybody's good at something and yeah. so not everybody or not everyone's comfortable with being in front of a camera yeah yeah and that's fine not everyone mm-hmm. it's not social media is not for everybody 
Yeah, I agree. Right? It's yeah. not. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not the old, you know, it's fine if you're, if you don't go on social media, you're not going to make it in life, but like. Yeah, no, dude. You know, <laughs> yeah, but like. No, but know, it's, it's also crazy, not though. easy, though. Yeah. It's yeah, not. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of, a lot of content Some out there. people just get it's lucky. Oversaturated. Yeah. Some yeah. people just get lucky and have a really good video, and then, like I said, continue yeah. to make videos on that same topic they got famous with. Yeah. Okay. It's the same. What are they going to do in 40 years? I know. Yeah, right. I know. At yeah, that 40 time, years is going to be totally different. Right. But at that time, though, they're going to have either businesses they're working for that want to promote them. Yeah. Right. They're either famous for different things. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that that's kind of how I see that. Yeah. You know, yeah, so these sure. people, they get famous mm-hmm. off certain social media events or videos. And then yeah. they start doing other things that make them famous. Yeah. Like, I'm going to bring up, like, Logan Paul and Jake Paul, for instance. Right. I don't even know who they are. Yeah, they I know. start off as, like, Disney Channel stars. Yes. I, very I little, right? Very that, little, yeah. like, very little exposure to Disney. Very yeah. little. And then they started a YouTube channel. And from Disney or whatever, they're, they're the, 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 what are they, Paul Brothers? Logan Paul? Uh, Jake Paul? Logan and Jake Paul. Yeah, something like that. Anyways, Logan and Jake Paul, right? They Mm -hmm. started off from Disney, and then they had a YouTube channel together, and then they both started doing really well in that, right? Mm -hmm. Making it, and consistency is key too, right? Yeah. And so the consistency of their YouTube channels they were making, cool, they were getting famous off that. Yeah. But then they needed something different. Yeah. They needed something different too. Now this guy's a boxer, right? Yeah, now they're both trying to be boxers. both of them? Both of them. Oh, dang. Both of them are boxers now. Wow. And both of them are making lots of money boxing. Yeah, right? and, and a lot of it is probably staged or whatever. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. They, they yeah. go from YouTube and they still do it. They still mm. do both. Yeah. But they're doing other things that will make them money. Yeah. Boxing. Crazy. Right. And if you, and, and if boxing is something you want to do, cool, yeah. do it. Yeah. But these guys claim to be the best of the best, fight the best of the best boxers. Yeah. Right. But it's all for the show. Yeah. And that's how they're getting paid. Yeah. That's so it's crazy. just, it's different things that they're, they're getting, you know, yeah. that's wild. But, kind of see it man but besides videoing and social media like you can't do any of that without self-care yeah like you have to have self-care man oh, if yeah. you don't love yourself dude mm-hmm. you're not gonna get anywhere in life i'm sorry but yeah. you're not you yeah. have to love yourself you have to learn how to have fun by yourself yeah so like when you see somebody by themselves like why is he always by himself why is she always by herself mm-hmm. because they fucking love themselves you yeah know? they're always doing things on their own yeah yeah right they're they're Learning how to do things on your own is the best thing you can do. Yeah. If you have to rely on somebody to be with you to have yeah. fun. I remember, I forgot who I brought this up to one time, but I, I mentioned that I went on a solo backpacking trip by myself. And that person or whatever was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know how you could be alone with your own thoughts. And I'm like, wow, like, you can't? Like, that's sad, bro. That's like, the best if, thing that could ever happen. You can't, like, be by yourself with, with, with your own thoughts. First of all, I think you might need help. <laughs> like yeah, legitimately yeah. yeah and then second of all like man do something that you know you can do by yourself um like i don't know meditation or whatever, or whatever yeah. you know people do different things but like man solo time is important because you re- you recharge your social battery you know what i mean like i go to work and i'm like oh like at the end of the day i don't want to talk you right, know what i mean right. i'm talking all day but um, yeah dude that solo time in the gym solo time running like that is what recharges me so yeah your self-care um that kind of stuff yeah mm-hmm. your own routine in the morning yeah. yeah no i agree and yeah it it's gonna be better for you like when you eventually get married or have kids like being able to have that um alone time yeah like, understanding it right mm-hmm. not having that other person to rely on this whole time and yeah. at least for me like everybody's different but like i grew up with like 
six sisters. Fuck. <laughs> you know? So <laughs> I grew up with a lot of chicks in my life, yeah, dude. That's and crazy. so I'm the opposite. I grew up with three brothers. Yeah. Four boys in the house. Yeah. Yeah. So like I grew up with six sisters, so I'm surrounded by like and my mom. So I'm okay. at the time when I was little surrounded by a lot of girls. Wow, right? wow. That's a lot so, of estrogen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So and then you come to a point in time in life where for me, at least, my life just changed and, and took a turn. And you have to learn at that point how to yeah. live by yourself. For sure. And do yeah. things by yourself and provide yeah. for yourself. Yeah. And some people go down the right path and some people go down the wrong path. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But you have to learn. Yeah. And if you take a step back and just do your own thing, man. Yeah. Don't go off what other people are saying. Like, if for somebody sure. doesn't like that, that you're going out and you're doing something, that's none of their business. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Have fun. Have Do your yeah. own thing. Crazy. You know, if yeah. someone says, oh, you surf too much or... Or, oh, you're doing this way too much. Someone told me I surf too much. I just, yeah, I wouldn't even pay attention It's not our business. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Okay? Yeah, and? Yeah, <laughs> I surf too much. Okay, cool. Yeah, for real. Like, if you're passionate about something and you like to do something, yeah. keep going with it. Yeah. And you can make it work. Like, for example, like, I just thought of something right now. I'm like, okay, let's say your significant other, right? You, let's say you have responsibilities, your job, your wife, your kids, right? Obviously, those things require time. Yeah. But... Looking at my brother is a great example of this. Yeah, 100%. He, he's a fireman, right? I mentioned before. But so he works a full-time um, career, goes home. Um, or actually, straight off his shift, he goes straight to the, to the ocean. He goes, yeah. goes to surf because that's his, that's his lifestyle, right? That's his lifestyle. That's his passion. And he finds time for that. He wakes up. Him and I both wake up 4 o'clock in the morning sometimes, and we're at the beach by 5.30. And so what I'm saying is like, you know that solo time, that that passion you have, you can make it work in your 100%. life. You know what I'm saying? 100%. You can definitely make it Whatever work. Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. Know? You know. And if you have somebody, whether it's your significant other or family member, parent you're living with, that's like bashing you for doing that type of stuff, then mm-hmm. you got to get out of there. Yeah. It's for not sure. for you, right? Because yeah. you're passionate. You know, someone should be passionate for you that you're yeah. passionate about your own, yeah. your own things you want to do. If for someone's sure. holding you back from doing the things you love to do, that's yeah, that's not good. I agree. Right? Yeah. And there's a point in time where it's like, oh, like, okay, I understand. I probably am surfing too much, mm-hmm. right? Whatever. Maybe I need to spend some more time with you. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, But someone telling you, like, you need to stop doing that or you can't do that anymore. Like, yeah, yeah. Gone. Yeah, no Later. way. No way, yeah. You know, like, no. I'll be out of there so fast. <laughs> yeah, <what I> mean? <laughs> But hopefully that doesn't happen. But I'm yeah. saying it does happen. Like, yeah. people just want all them to their self. And mm-hmm. you have to have outside things you want to do yeah. with other people. It comes to a certain point where... You should be able to do things, like I said, on your own without yeah. that other person there. Yeah. So circling back to uh, to the seas, for example, uh, because we're on the topic of doing stuff by yourself. It was my first time living in a space where I was away from home, right? As we mentioned, because um, you live on the center in the dorms. And it was a huge lifestyle change, like yeah. almost like my own personal culture shock, you know? Because yeah, yeah. My first time, like, like, okay, I was like 20 years old, so I was already doing my own laundry, obviously. But like things like that, I've never knew how to do, like, um, fill out a check, you know, like just like things, simple yeah. things. And I'm like, bro, I don't know how to do this, you know, yeah. um, or like filing taxes. No one ta- like school doesn't teach you that, right, no. you know. So like, um, yeah, just being in your own endeavors and like, you know, being on yourself is gonna teach you a lot. You're, um, it's gonna make you more mature. Hundred you know? percent. And yeah, dude, that's. That's another reason why, you know, those kinds of things are good, you know, oh, yeah. programs and stuff. Yeah. But, but, yeah. And I feel like that that's good. And not everybody knows how to do those type of things. And whether whatever you're going through, right, it's good to learn those things. Yeah. Right? And yeah. <coughs> sure. it just, it's important for, for life in general, man. Yeah. And 
but no that's a good topic to bring up and talk about for sure i, I feel like that's that's good and i appreciate you sharing that with us yeah. and um no i'm glad to have had my first podcast with carlos my be- my best friend um gonna start making more of these obviously and continuing having different guests on here but i'll probably have carlos on here more than any of my guests to be honest just because we got a lot of stories and things to go over man that there's so many things that i'd like to talk about but i'm trying to cram everything into this one video but uh, i appreciate you guys sticking with us to listen and i hope you know you can take something from this or maybe teach us something but um yeah a little question yeah yeah and you guys know me man i'm an open book you guys can always reach out to me about anything but um if you know me personally, um, if not, still reach out to me, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm super stoked to share it with Carlos as my first guest. Yeah, and Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, man, no problem. Yeah. And I continue uh, to make podcasts, so I hope you guys are going to stick around for them. And hopefully you guys stayed all the way to the end to listen to this because there is some good stuff in here. I feel like it can benefit some people for yeah, sure. definitely. You know, and um, I, I'd like to learn other things from people too to yeah. better my life. For sure. That's how I think. So uh, listen to other people's podcasts or interviews yeah. or stories Content, helps yeah. me in my own life. Yeah, so, sure. um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and end it here, guys. But I yeah. uh, appreciate you guys coming out here to listen and um, just watching us get through this. So I appreciate cool. it. But right you on. see it.